Today on Adventures in Faith with Jerry Savelle. You know, if you live by faith, the Bible says the just shall live by faith, so that's the way you should be living, then there are times when it looks like it's not working. There are times when it looks like it's never going to come to pass. That's the reason patience is so important. Hello, everyone. I'm Jerry Savelle, and I want to welcome you to our broadcast today. And with me is my oldest daughter, Jerry Ann, and she's going to be sharing with me today. And we're going to be talking about faith and patience. Oh, two powerful forces. In fact, I remember years ago, you were in this meeting, you were just a small girl, Brother Copeland preaching in Texacana, Arkansas, and he called it Faith and Patience, the Power Twins. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget that sermon. I was... I'd been serving the Lord for a few years, but it made such an impact on my life. Faith and patience. It's one thing to have faith, but it's also necessary to have patience. What does patience mean? It means to be consistent, constant, never changing regardless of the circumstances. Now, you know, if you live by faith, the Bible says the just shall live by faith, so that's the way you should be living, then there are times when it looks like it's not working. There are times when it looks like it's never going to come to pass. That's the reason patience is so important. You know, I, I had a, kind of a, a vision one time. I was just meditating and, uh, on, the, on the scripture and so forth and thinking about faith and patience. And I saw a bridge going across a body of water. And the Spirit of God said, that bridge is your faith. It's connecting you. And he said, but the understructure is patience. That's what holds that bridge up. Mm -hmm. And so patience is vitally important. It's one thing to believe God for something that he said in his word. But you know, along the way, because it doesn't happen overnight most of the time, I've had few times in my 50 years of walking by faith that it's happened, you know, the moment I prayed or before dark or before the end of the day, I've had to stand. Oh. Having done all to stand, stand. I said many times, my name is Jerry, having done all to stand, stand Savelle. And, and that patience is what has undergirded my faith. Right. And I know you've experienced the same thing. Well, Dad, you have a sermon called From Amen to There It Is. Yeah. And we live in that there it is right. place. That middle place is where most of us are living. But we live in a fast-paced society mm -hmm. where we want things now. That's right. We don't like to wait. We want things now. I remember you telling about um, toss a burger. Yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That we want, if we don't come around that drive-thru and that hamburger's not ready, we're like upset. But yeah. you're like going to invent a place called toss a burger where yeah. they just throw it you in your car. Keep going down the highway, throw the money. <laughs> and then they throw the burger at you because on your way. Don't, we don't like, stop. We don't like to wait. We want things now, but faith and patience is, is the name of the game when That's you're right. walking by faith. That's right. Hebrews chapter 6, and if you have your Bibles, I'd like to invite you to turn with me there to verse 11. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 11. We're going to read 11 and 12, first of all. And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end. Now notice the same diligence. Diligence is important. That means making a, a constant, steady effort to accomplish. It, that, that also means that you rule out quitting. You, you just 
you don't think about quitting anymore. You've made the decision like I did 50 years ago. Uh, quitting is no longer an option in my life. So notice here, the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end, that ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience, notice that once again, through faith and patience, inherit the promises. So it takes both, not just faith, but faith and patience. And once again, faith means you have total confidence in what God has said, confidence in his word and its authority alone. But along with that faith, you are determined that you're not going to give up. No matter how long it takes, you're not going to give up. Can I read that in the message? Sure, that's powerful. It says, keep at it till the finish. Don't drag your feet, but be like those who stay the course with committed faith and then get everything promised to them. Yeah, That's what that. keeps us going, mm -hmm. is knowing that there's a promise at the end of that, Right. that my faith can stay committed because I know that God is faithful to his word. That's where the patience comes yes, in. Yes, that's right. And you know, it also talks about following them that have demonstrated faith and patience. Right. You know, a lot of people say, well, we're not supposed to follow anybody but Jesus. Well, the Bible says, follow them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. You know, uh, Kenneth Copeland was my mentor when I first came into this in 1969. I'd never heard anybody preach on faith like he did. And uh, it, it touched my heart and it caused me to, to uh, uh, surrender my life to the Lord and, and begin to uh, prepare for full-time ministry. And he talked about faith, having faith. And uh, he said it in such a way where it didn't just get your hopes up, but he said it in a way that caused you to dare to believe that what God said is true. Mm -hmm. I never will forget him holding up that Bible in that first service I heard him preach. And he said, this is God's word. Do you understand? This is God's word. It's the integrity of God in print. You are what he says you are. You can do what he says you can do and you can have what he says you can have. And I'll never forget that. It made such a powerful impact or uh, impartation in my life. Mm -hmm. And, and I remember, uh, that the spirit of God impressed upon me. You need to listen to this man. And so I began to get everything I could get my hands on. Mm -hmm. And back then there's reel to reel tapes, had a message on each side. And that, that first message that I heard, he called it the word of faith. And I began listening to it. And of course you'd put that reel to reel tape on that machine, you know, and, and it's not something you carried around with. <laughs> you set it on a credenza on a desk. And, and I listened to that. Uh, the first time I listened to it all the way through. And then the second time I listened to it, I would stop it so I could take notes and I'd rewind so he could say it again because I knew nothing about the Bible back in those days. Yeah. And I'm, I'm learning. And he gave great illustrations about he and how he and Gloria learned to use their faith, how to remain patient, how to stand on the authority of God's word. Mm -hmm. And it seemed like what he was describing was the same things I was going through. So I could identify with him. Right. What he'd already been through, that's what I was going through now. Right. So I could identify with him. And he taught me how to do it, how to uh, exercise my faith and how to stay patient, how to just refuse to quit. And it would come to pass. And so I began to follow his teachings. 
he then introduced me to the teachings of Kenneth Hagin. I began to follow Kenneth Hagin's teachings. And then, of course, uh, Oral Roberts and T.L. Osborne. These were great men of faith, and they became my mentors. And so I was doing what the Bible said, follow those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Well, I had examples right here on earth that had inherited promises from God, and they taught us how to do it. So I began following it, and praise God, what they said would work for them began to work for me. And Praise now God. you have become that for I've become that to a lot of other people all, all over, over the world. world. That, yeah. I mean, not only are you my earthly dad, but you're my spiritual dad. And the example I follow is what I've watched yeah. in you. Amen. Praise God. It's exciting life. Hey, listen, we're going to take a break right now. I want you to pay very close attention to this announcement, and we'll be right back continuing this teaching. Did you know patience is one of the greatest keys to receiving from God? It's through faith and patience that you obtain the promises of God. Today's special offer includes Dr. Savell's book, Life of Faith, his four-part CD series, Quitting is Not an Option, and Jerry Ann Savell's audio CD, Faith and Patience. By applying the principles in this faith-filled package, you will strengthen your resolve for God's promises, develop the power to conquer the temptation to quit, and learn the skills to overcome stress and frustration. You can outlast any challenge and become the winner God calls you to be. Don't delay any longer. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Faith and Patience Special Package. Your victory is on the way. If you stand strong and stay the course, you will see God's favor and blessing. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining us again today. And listen, I want to ask you to prayerfully consider ordering these resources. I know they'll be a blessing to you. They'll help you greatly, inspire your faith, teach you how to hang on and not give up, praise God. We'll talk about them at the end of the program again and uh, let you know how you can order them. When we took the break, uh, we were talking about how that it's important to follow those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. You know, God raises up mentors for each and every one of us. Uh, Brother Copeland, Brother Hagen, uh, T.L. Osborne, Oral Roberts, they were my mentors. And uh, they, I, they, they were such a great inspiration to in my life because they not only lived it in front of me, they taught me how to live it. And when I learned how to live it, and, and God raised me up to be a mentor to a lot of people all over the world. And once again, the Bible teaches us that we are to follow those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. But also the Bible teaches us who not to follow. And I want you to turn to Psalm 78 if you have your Bible and I'll show you what the Bible says about those that we are not to follow. Now, Psalm 78, it's a very powerful chapter. I love Psalm 78. And it says, beginning in verse six, that the generation to come might know them even the children which should be born, who should arise and declare them to their children, that they might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God and keep his commandments. But then it says, and not be like their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that set not their heart aright and whose spirit was not steadfast with God. So notice here in Hebrews 6, it said, follow those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. 
But over here in Psalm 78, it says, don't follow people that are, are not steadfast in spirit. Uh, people that are prone to quit. People that give up too quickly. The Passion Translation says fickle fathers. Fickle, yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. Yeah, so the Bible says, follow those who stick with it. Stay the course. Don't follow those who give up because of pressure and adversity. And you know, there's a lot of people like that. I mean, I've been in this 50 years and I've watched a lot of people come and go. I've watched a lot of preachers come and go. It seems like, uh, like you said at the beginning of the broadcast, people want things done quickly. They want it to happen overnight. And if it doesn't happen, then their attitude is, I'm not going to play anymore. Right. Well, you just can't, you can't live the life of faith with that kind of attitude. I, I, I have had things happen, you know, in just a matter of moments, a matter of hours. Just suddenly. Suddenly, but that's not, it's the, not norm. the norm. That's the rare. Yeah. But most of the time, over my 50 years of living by faith, I have had to stand on the Word of God, and many times it took weeks, months, and even years. You know, I remember it's one of my favorite stories, and I've told it many times on this broadcast, but it's my TV program. I can tell it again <laughs> if I want to. And so I, I remember when uh, I first came to the Lord in 1969, and the Lord said to me during my first three months of preparation for the ministry, he said to me, you will not be able to fulfill what I've called you to do without airplanes in your ministry. Well, at that time, I wasn't even thinking about airplanes, you know, and he said, and I don't want you flying airplanes with debt on them. I want you to believe me for debt-free airplanes. Well, I was paying notes on my car. You were believing God for gas. I was believing car. God for gas. Yeah. I was believing God for food on my table. Yeah. And now God's talking about debt-free airplanes. And it never crossed my mind to own an airplane at that time. Uh, I'd only been in two airplanes or been on an airplane twice in my life prior to that. One flew me to Fort Dix, New Jersey for basic training and one flew me home. <laughs> and and I'd, I'd never even been in a private airplane, you know. But the Lord's Put that in my heart. He said, uh, you, will, you will not be able to fulfill what I've called you to do with airplanes in your ministry. And he said, start believing for them now when you don't need them. And when you need them, they'll be there. Well, and then once again, he said, and I don't want you flying airplanes with debt on them. And so in the natural, that was impossible. Right. That was absolutely impossible. But I wrote it down in my journal, mm -hmm. what the Lord said, and that's 1969. And so later... Uh, Brother Copeland invited me to join his ministry and, and he was a pilot. And I began to fly around with him in his little small airplane, the first one that he had in his ministry, just a little single engine Cessna. And then later, uh, the Lord blessed him with a twin engine Cessna. And then before I left his ministry uh, as a full-time employee, he had moved up to a, a, a nice uh, Cessna 414, a cabin class airplane. And I watched how he did that. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm, I'm taking notes mentally and handwritten notes about how he did this. And every time uh, he outgrew an airplane, he would sow it into someone else's ministry, the one he owned, and as seed for his next one. Right. So I'm taking notes. I'm, I'm following those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. And so when I left his ministry at the end of 1973, and launched out into my own ministry. 
1974, January 74, I was going around different places driving a Ford LTD station wagon, hauling everything we had I in remember. it, including <laughs> you and your sister and mom, and we're traveling all over the country in this station wagon. Mm -hmm. And it, it got to the place where I couldn't go to all the places I was invited to and get there driving a car. Mm -hmm. And so now we need this airplane and we need it desperately. And so we're standing in faith. We're believing God. Now, he spoke to me about it in 1969. Now it's already 1974. Right. All that year, we're still believing. Come 75, we need this airplane now. And the latter part of 75, someone blessed me with my first debt-free airplane, a little Cessna 310. Oh, I was so thrilled about that airplane. I wanted to sleep in it that night, you know, and, and mom said, no, you got to go somewhere in the morning. You need to come home and go to bed, you know, and I was so thrilled. I, I, I was just overwhelmed at the faithfulness of God, you know, that, that this actually worked for me, just like it did for other ministers that I had followed through faith and patience, watch them through faith and patience inherit the promises. Right. Now it's working, it's working for, for me. Yes. And I'll never forget that first trip, St. Simon Island, Georgia. Oh man, we're flying in that little airplane that was debt free, belonged to this ministry. And, and we were thrilled and blessed and so happy about it. Mm -hmm. Well, the Lord allowed me to fly that for less than two years. And then he told me to sell it and divide the money and put it into two ministries that needed money financially desperately. So now I'm out, I'm without an airplane, mm -hmm. but I'm believing for my next one. I had the seed sown. How did I know to sow seed? I watched Kenneth Copeland. I followed his faith and patience. Right. I watched how he did it. I sowed seed for it, my airplane, and I'm believing God for my next one. And this one came a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. You know, it didn't take four, five, six years. It came a lot quicker. And I flew it for a while. And then I sowed it into another ministry. Now, in the meantime, God had begun to speak to me about owning a jet, that there would be a time when, you know, uh, a prop wouldn't meet my need. I would need a jet. It took 20 years for that jet to manifest. Right. Now, I had other airplanes along the way, but it took 20 years for that first jet to manifest. Oh. 20 years. I wonder time. how many people are willing to wait 20 years right. for a promise to be fulfilled. But you know, when it came to pass, I'll never forget it. When it came to pass and we took our first trip in that Denver, Colorado, uh, man, it was a cold day, <laughs> but we're flying up there above all that weather and and, you know, in my first jet, I could, I, I was so thrilled and I kept pinching myself. Is <laughs> this really happening to me? Mm -hmm. I'm just a country hick. Now I'm flying this jet. And uh, uh, I was just so thrilled and overwhelmed at the faithfulness of God. And, you know, I had forgotten that it took 20 years mm -hmm. because once it comes to pass, you don't even remember how long it took. All you remember is, it's here. Right. It's here. God honored his word. And from that example of it happening to me, many other young ministers began to believe God for airplanes because they thought, well, you know, I know it works for Kenneth Copeland. I know it works for Oral Roberts. 
but it also worked for Jerry Savelle. Just right. the, I, I used to call myself the blue-collar preacher. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just the ordinary, you know, come out of a paint body shop, ordinary, typical guy, you know, all-American guy. And But now there were other preachers that believed it, if it could happen for Jerry Savelle, it could happen to me. Right. And so now they were following my faith and patience. Right. I think, too, for you, is if you can master the art of standing yeah. and patience, and you're not believing God for an airplane, but it can work in any area yeah. of your life That's right. when you learn to master having done all this stand yeah. and getting a revelation of that standing in patience because God is faithful to his word, That's then right. it works in any area of your life. Well, and that's how your mother believed God for the furniture in our first house. We moved to Fort Worth, we didn't have anything. Right. We didn't have anything. And we moved in a little house that should have been condemned before we moved in it. It was so pitiful. And, but that's all we could afford. Mm -hmm. And then uh, afterwards, we were able to lease a house for a year. And, uh, uh, and then shortly after that, we began to believe God for our first house. And uh, God made it happen. But we didn't have much to put in it. There were empty rooms. And I remember telling your mom, you go to the store, to the furniture store, and you pick out everything you want in this house. Get the price for it. Mm -hmm. And we're going to write a prayer petition. And we're going to tell the Lord what we need and ask Him to supply that need and we put that prayer petition together. We, we prayed it. We all signed it and we believed God. And then we acted like the furniture was there in the room. Like we would have to yeah. walk around. Yeah, we would act like that furniture was. <laughs> and we'd tell you as little girls, now don't walk right there because that's, that's where the dining room set, <laughs> was set. Mm -hmm. uh, don't, don't walk over there. Remember Terry was bleeding for a piano. Mm -hmm. Don't walk over in that corner. That's where your piano was set. And we were, we were, I know it sounds silly, but the Bible says that, uh, that we are to have corresponding actions with our faith. Right. And that's what we were doing. Faith without works is dead. So we were operating. And if you faith. remember, it didn't happen overnight. Right. It didn't take place and the house wasn't full of furniture in a matter of a few days. It took a while. And then it began to come to pass. And we began to check off that list every time something would manifest. And then there came a time where the list had been completed. Right. And I come home one weekend after preaching in a series of meetings and everything was gone. In the living room, the furniture was gone. Some of your uh, furniture in your bedrooms <laughs> was gone. I said, where's our furniture? Mom said, there was a, a family that just moved here that needed it worse than we did and I gave it all away. Yep. And what did God do? He filled the house up yep. again. Mm -hmm. It didn't happen overnight but through faith and patience. Right. So we're not talking about just believing God for an airplane. Most of you don't need an airplane. I can't do what I'm called to do without them. But you need a place to live. You need a vehicle to drive. You need food on your table. That's just as important as an airplane. But if it doesn't come to pass overnight, don't give up. Don't quit. Follow those who through faith and patience stay the course, as the message translation says. Just determine you're going to stay the course. And God's no respecter of persons. He'll do it for you just like he's done it for us. Well, that's the awesome thing. Your last name doesn't have to be Savelle. That's right. That he cares so much for you that he wants to do this in your life. But we have to do something in correspondence with it. And that's stay in faith. 
and stay in patience, waiting for the manifestation of that. Amen. Praise God. It'll work for you. I want you to say that right now. If it works for Jerry Savelle, if it works for Jerry and Savelle, if it works for Kenneth Copeland, then it'll work for me. Amen. Amen. God wants it working for you. He'll do it for you. So dare to believe it. Hey, we're going to go to our special offer once again. So be sure you pay close attention because I want you to have these resources. They can inspire your faith and help you reach your destination with everything that God has promised you. Amen. We'll be back in just a moment. Did you know patience is one of the greatest keys to receiving from God? It's through faith and patience that you obtain the promises of God. Today's special offer includes Dr. Savell's book, Life of Faith, his four-part CD series, Quitting is Not an Option, and Jerry Ann Savell's audio CD, Faith and Patience. By applying the principles in this faith-filled package, you will strengthen your resolve for God's promises, develop the power to conquer the temptation to quit, and learn the skills to overcome stress and frustration. You can outlast any challenge and become the winner God calls you to be. Don't delay any longer. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Faith and Patience Special Package. Your victory is on the way. If you stand strong and stay the course, you will see God's favor and blessing. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org. We're so thrilled that you joined us today. It's such a blessing and an honor to be able to bring the Word of God to you each and every week. And we appreciate all of you that correspond with us and let us know that the messages are being a blessing to you. And I want to encourage you, join with us again next week and for the next several weeks because Jerrion is going to be with me in the studio helping me share these powerful principles with you. And uh, I want to encourage you, make your plans to join us. Uh, don't forget the special resource package this week. Faith and Patience by Jerry Ann Seville. Tell us what that's about, Jerry. Well, exactly what we're talking about right now is that middle place of life, you know, that we all live in is what do you do in that middle place of waiting for the manifestation of what you're believing God for? I like to call it between the amen and the there it is. And I learned it from you. <laughs> okay. Uh, and also along with it, four CD series entitled Quitting is not an option. This has been my slogan. It's been my way of life for 50 years now. I made that decision 50 years ago that quitting will never, ever be an option in my life again. I'll teach you what I've learned over the last 50 years about how to stand on the word until it comes to pass and making a decision that quitting is never an option. And then my book entitled The Life of Faith, The Life of Faith. I have lived this way for 50 years, and folks, I can tell you, Jerry Ann can tell you, it's worked. And I don't plan to change the way I live because it's still working. And praise God, it's the way God has commanded us to live. The just shall live by faith. So I want to encourage you to place your order right away for these special resources. Don't delay. You can go to jerrysavelle.org and all the information, the price and, and the mailing information is, is there. And you can order them and we'll get them to you just as quickly as we possibly can. And I know the moment you get them in your home, you're going to sit down and begin to read them and listen to them 
and it's going to cause your faith to go to another level. Yes. Amen. I put them in my car and drive with the Word. Yeah, amen. <laughs> Praise God. So be sure to join with us next week. And until then, remember this, Jerry Savelle and Jerry Ann Savelle saying, your, your faith, faith will, will overcome, overcome the world. world.